0: Hello world. It is your host, Ty Roxon. And yes, you are hearing my voice before an episode. And that is because a lot of you have said you prefer when I talk before the episode, when I maybe give a little, you know, preview of what's to come or just talk about what's going on in my life as well as what's going on in the community that we're building, the community of world, world difference makers. And so I have taken heed. I've listened to you. So first things first, the Facebook group that a lot of us are in right now is actually um is, is really, really growing and it's called Next Generation Thought Leaders. I'm gonna put that in the show notes. So I'll make sure that you all are aware of that Facebook group. So make sure you click that and you join that. Uh the the other thing that I'm up to is We're launching the Thought Leader Academy. And Thought Leader Academy is for those change makers who want to become better communicators, better speakers. Maybe you've dreamed of sharing your message with people all over the world, but you haven't quite figured out the art of storytelling. You haven't quite figured out the best way to transition, to move from free to paid speaking gigs. Or maybe you have enough of a brand, but now you're trying to get more exposure. This is the exact course for you. This is the exact program for you. And so I took a lot of what you said, a lot of what you asked for, and a lot of my experience over the past three to five years and, and and what I've learned from that, and we turned that into this amazing course. The early bird is going on right now, and I'll make sure I put that link in the show notes. But today's episode is something that I really, 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 really want you to listen to. It is with my good friend, Miyoko Taylor. He reached out to me a few months ago, and we've since become brothers. And today's episode, we're talking about the importance of aligning your vision with your mission, as well as your purpose and your passion. We dive into what it is like to have a strong mindset. You know, we're, you know, we're we're approaching 2017 and one of the, the end of 2017 rather. And one of the things that many people like to talk about is, well, what is the new year going to bring? Well, if you listen to Miyoko, you understand that that starts now. It's not about waiting until the new year. It starts now. We talk about how to be a better version of yourself. He goes into five steps to achieving the ultimate personal transformation and The way that he uses his difference to make a difference is by utilizing his experiences and circumstances to help others take the right path in their journeys. This is going to be amazing. Make sure you check out the episode and please tweet me, send me a message, or let me know what your thoughts are on the episode. And hope to see you in the Facebook group and hope to see you in Thought Leader Academy. Let's go. In a world where very few people embrace their global identity and seek to understand their neighbors, cross-cultural expert Tayo Roxson is on a mission to bridge this divide. Each week, he'll open your mind with insights from some of the global minds in the world. Get ready, take some notes, and learn how to be the best you can. That you can be. Welcome everybody to another episode of As Told by Nomads. And today I have Miyoko Taylor. Miyoko has a fascinating story. We're gonna be talking about how to find your amazing ways to transform your life. If you're down in the dumps, you feel like you're at your rock bottom. This is one that you want to listen to. You want to hear some actionable tips that can actually transform your life and basically inform you on what the next step should be. With over a decade of success coaching, speaking, and most importantly, genuine in the trench, business and life experience, his view is radically different. Miyoko passionately shares with his listeners and his audience that success and leadership begins from the inside out. It's not about a title, tenure, or position. The opportunity for breakthrough success in every area is for everyone, every day. You hear that? Everyone, every day. It's how we should all live our life, and today can't wait to really get some nuggets from the dream builder himself, Miyoko Taylor. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much, Taylor. I appreciate that wonderful introduction. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey man, it, it's your life, it's your life and you've lived an interesting one. We got a chance to talk on the phone a few weeks ago and it was interesting both of us sharing our rock bottom stories and talking about the process of success really. You know how everything is about appreciating the journey. You know, all those roller coaster of exhaustion and frustration, low self esteem, they eventually lead to, to something good if you, if you really, you know, adopt the right mindset. So I'm really uh, eager to share all those things with the rest of the world.
1: I'm excited, man. I'm excited to be on here and, 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 uh, give some people some value today. All right. All right. Well,
0: Miyoko, why don't you tell us, first of all, tell us the origin of your name and tell us, uh, how your story starts and how it got you to where you are today.
1: Pretty simple origin of my name, my mother thought she made the name up it's Japanese <laughs> <laughs> father was uh was in the military, so I have an asian name right. um, and I, the funny thing I often tell people the funny thing about it is if I ever go to Japan, which I definitely plan on to, it is a woman's name in Japan. oh. <laughs> Oh, wow. Look at you. Yeah. Unique yeah. in all levels, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I really want to be unique in that one,
0: but. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, it's a, it's a good name, man. I, I look, it's a, I, Miyoko, Miyoko Taylor. So, okay. Fine. So that's the name, military family, Japanese name, origin. Happens to be a woman's name, but it is, it is ascribed to your name. Um, right. what about your, your story, man? I mean, you've got an interesting mindset. I'm curious how you thought your life would pan out when you were 10, 11, 12 and what happened since then
1: well i've always had an entrepreneurial mindset um i've always been different i'm the middle child of my family so i guess i was i was the oddball so to speak um i was always the person that um you know people would come to even my friends my friends were always older i um, always was around older people they would always come to me for advice um, I was just that type of person. I love people. I love engaging. I love communicating. Um and I was always, you know, that person to feel like there was something more than just the 9 to 5. Like I was always going to do something different from everybody else because I felt like there are certain things that put a limit on the value that you can give to others. And this was at a very, very young age. But what had happened is at some point in life, it seems like we get to the place where we start listening to other people. Um, other people's aspirations for us or dreams for us. or yes. I mean, this can be parents. This could be your environment. This could be uh, your friends. This could be anybody. And what happens is you start to really listen to that and start to take course and take actions in regards to those things that you're hearing. And what you'll find is your passions and your dreams start to become buried under everything else. So we start to live versions of someone else's life and not our own. And that uh, led me to a place, man, where I was working at a nine-to-five that I absolutely hated. I mean hated. When I got up in the morning, Um you're talking anxiety attacks, headaches, the whole nine. I just hated going to that job. Um, I was in a seven-year relationship that I should not have been in. It was just emotionally damaging for the both of us, but we were comfortable. We didn't want to be by ourselves. Um There there goes that fear. Um And I had... Gained so much weight and I started having health problems. Man, my health was failing. I was severely overweight. And I remember looking in the mirror one day and just bursting into tears. And I asked myself, I said, How did I get to this point? You know, where did I go wrong? I didn't even recognize who I was anymore. So I had one of two decisions either I can stay in the life that I was in and continue to go down that path of, of frustration, depression, anxiety, health getting worse. Um, just situation getting worse, or I can make one of the scariest decisions I've ever made in my life. And that was the decision to change, to actually take a step towards something that I truly wanted to do. And that's what I did. And what happened is some of the stress and some of the anxiety began to lift a little bit. And I started to notice some forward movement. So I said, hey, you know what, let me try something else. And to make a long story short, I started to progress the more I started to get out of my comfort zone, which has led me to where I am today. And it really started to get me to focus on personal development. What is it? Um, How do I go about obtaining it? And I started to look at audio CDs, books, um, praying, because I'm a very um, spiritual person. All these different things, all these components that I added together, and it led me to a fascination and a hunger and a desire to really, really improve myself from a personal, uh, spiritual, professional standpoint. And I said, you know what? This is something that everybody else should have. Everybody should know that if they're unsatisfied with a certain aspect of their life, they have the power to transform it. They have the power to change. And that started me on my journey, man, and, and it led me to uh, becoming a life coach, emotional mastery coach. Um, writing books in regards to it and just being passionate about helping people transform their li- their lives as I continue to transform mine. And it's just, it's just taken off ever since, man. And I'm, I'm blessed.
0: You know, it, there are so many things that I want to peel out of that. And that's, first of all, such a great story of the power of vulnerability. And one of my favorite speakers and, and authors of all time is Brene Brown. She talks about that all the time in our TEDx talks. Um, but braving through that wilderness and w- or working through those difficult moments, you inevitably, if you stay consistent, you know, you, you experience growth. And part of your growth was you read over 175 books. You had a catalog of over 300 audio CDs slash a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure it's, it's even, it's even grown from now. And at the, at the moment of this recording, just so people listen, I, you know, I've read what? 26 books this year and, you know, and, um, I always obviously read daily podcasts and I listen to daily podcasts. But the point of me mentioning that is a lot of times people will listen to this show or whenever I go on stages and they'll ask me, how can you build an expertise? How can you grow into something? How can you become the person you want to become? And a lot of times I say, first of all, you have to make the commitment and then you have yeah. to do the work, you know, in the field that you want to do it. your particular field was the personal development field. And you invested the time. It's, it's, it's easy to say hard work, uh, it's, but it's not simple to do. Right? No. So. <laughs> and, and,
1: and I think the biggest misconception, because we, we, we look at people and sometimes they're not as motivated, they're not as driven, and we say instantly that they're lazy. Now, mm-hmm. that can be true in some situations. But I'm telling you, the majority of people, the reason why they're not self-motivated and they're not taking action in particular things is because they're not passionate about it that's not the thing that really drives them to smile every morning that they can't stop thinking about. Um, It may not be the thing that they want to do for the rest of their life. So they're just living life on accident. And what I mean by that is if something good happens to them, it's an accident. It's a surprise. Mm. You are surprised that something good has finally happened in your life. Exactly. Most, Most people walk around without a design for where they are going. No vision, no purpose, no mission. And, this is why a lot of people seem to be self-motivated. I mean not self-motivated and, and lazy. I often – one of my first questions when I encounter somebody like that, even when I'm coaching, is are they really acting or operating in something that they're really passionate about? And the majority of the time, the answer is no. How can you, how can you really keep self-motivation and keep passion in something you are not passionate about? Yeah, It's impossible.
0: yeah. No, you're so right. And, and that's why I wanted you to, to dive into that. I mean, why did you decide to invest all that time in all those books? And then, maybe even the more appropriate question before that is how did you discover the, what your passion was?
1: It, I, I often knew, I always knew that I loved teaching, I loved helping people, I loved giving advice. I knew that. People ask me, um, when did I decide to be a coach? I told people, coaching chose me. I didn't choose coaching, I was already a coach. I, I just had to be in alignment to what I was purposed to do um, in a professional capacity. So I had, I definitely have to say that. Um, but what really, really got me to that point is I said to myself, I said, look, I want to be better in every aspect of my life. I have these particular skill sets that I'm passionate about. I have this particular love, but I want to sharpen the gifts, sharpen the skills. So that caused me to go out and seek Wisdom from different people like Jim Rohn, um, you know Brian Tracy, uh, Tony Robbins, um, uh, Zig Ziglar, like a lot of notable people. Great. Uh, and I and I really saw wisdom from that. And as I began to read these books, a lot was already in alignment to what my what my thoughts already were. So I was like, oh my god! So I just kept reading more and more and more and more and more. And, and I think one year my goodness, I probably read over 55, 60 books in a year. I mean, I was just absorbing massive amounts of information every single week. And I sat down and talked to some colleagues and one of my colleagues said, you're absolutely amazing. And I said, what are you talking about? They said, your thought process has completely changed. Your level of understanding has completely changed. And I was so so engulfed and and, and engrossed and Reading and learning and bettering myself I had no idea that I had Completely transformed my mindset Yeah, It wasn't until somebody told me Because I, I And I tell people to, to I say it to say this You have to become so Consumed with wanting to Better yourself in every dynamic And area of your life That you lose track of what other people think What other people are saying How other people feel It is just you And your journey to Personal development and bettering yourself in every way. When you do that, you will start to see that you will make more progress than you ever thought possible. Absolutely.
0: No, thanks for sharing that. And I I just wanted you to give uh, the audience some of that wisdom there. So, okay, let's move on to the fact that you like to say how to find your amazing. So, what is how to find your amazing exactly? What does that
1: mean to you? Okay, we were all born. We're miracles. If you're born on this earth, you're a miracle. I just firmly believe that. So we were all born, you, Teo, me, myself, and the people listening. We all were born with some extraordinary gift, talent, or skill that we have not had to work for. And I'm going to say that again. We were born with some extraordinary gift, talent, or skill that we did not have to work for. It was just given to us. Okay? And oftentimes we neglect those gifts and those skills because – you know, we start to listen to our environment, um, whether it be our parents, society, the media. And we start working in these other professions that are really not nurturing the gifts or the talents that we were just born with, the things that drive our passions, the things that make us excited. And oftentimes, that's what's making us depressed. That's what's giving us anxiety. That's what's making our lives miserable. So finding you're amazing is going back and reconnecting to that thing or things that you're gifted at, that you're skilled at, that you're passionate about and reconnecting to, to that and then start to nurture it and start to polish it and start to sharpen it. And that's, that's how you start to change. But there are steps to even finding you're amazing. That's step number four. <laughs> oh, okay. Well,
0: <laughs> well you, but you have five steps, right? You have five steps for Five transforming. steps. All Absolutely. right. Well, then let's, let's back it up, rewind, and then uh, talk about the, uh, the first step and then we'll go back to the fourth and then
1: move on. Okay. All right, so step one, no matter what you do, you have to have a vision. And that's where it started for me. I decided, I said, you know what? Where do I want to be? Where do I want to go? What do I see myself doing? And being having that self-awareness, you have to understand that you have a problem first. There is something going wrong. We lie to ourselves so many times, all the time. If you're still lying to yourself, we have a problem. So that's one of the biggest things I had to stop doing. I had to stop lying to myself. No, I was not okay. No, I was not content with my position in life. Yes, everything had to change. And until you do that, you can't even go into the first step. So you have to acknowledge that that you have a problem, that things need to be changed. And then you go into the first step, which is having a vision. Right now, being on this podcast was part of my vision. This is my vision being manifested. No way. Absolutely. What? Absolutely. Absolutely. I told myself that I'm going to make a difference. I am going to help change lives. I'm going to coach. I'm going to build a brand, and I'm going to be on podcasts and radio shows. Then I'm going to be on television. I told myself all these things not because I'm this amazing, great person um, that is above and beyond everyone else. No, I just have amazing God-given qualities and skill sets that I know add value to other people. So I created a vision for myself. So so yes, being on this podcast is a vision being manifested. I just want to let everybody know that. The reason why I'm saying that is because if I can do it, you can do it. It is very, very possible. I was that same person looking from the outside in like, why is everybody else successful? Why is everybody else doing this? Why is everybody else doing that? But I am a living witness that you can do it. Okay? So I had a vision. I knew what I was going to be doing. I knew what I was wearing, who I was hanging out with. Um, what type of people I want to connect with, what it looked like, what it tastes like, what it smelled like. I had a vision and I still have that same vision. If I close my eyes right now, I can tell you specifically clear. So you have to have a vision. And the reason why reason why you have to have a vision is it gives you clarity. It gives you focus because you are going to come across so many different distractions in your life, personal and professional. So you have to focus all your energy on what matters. That vision keeps you focused. All right. So next step is know that whatever you believe you will receive. And I am huge on this. Um, belief, your belief system pretty much determines everything from this point forward, because and, and this is the thing when it goes to affirmations, affirmations are good. I have to say that. But the power of the affirmation lies in the belief. If you do not believe what you are saying. That affirmation is not going to truly be activated. Um, I was a big proponent when I was going on my journey. I listened to many, many affirmations. I recorded them myself, played them back. It wasn't until I really started to have the confidence in myself and the belief that the affirmation started to gain its power. So that's important. Knowing whatever you believe, you will receive. You're not, and I'll, I'll give you this example. You often ask people, and I'm sure you've been at seminars and workshops, Teo, as have as I. And you'll hear people say, how many people want to make six figures? How many people want to do this? And people will write down their goal. I want to make six figures. I want to make 100000 150000 And this is for everybody, all the entrepreneurs. You will never make that amount of money if your mindset is not in alignment with that price point. And here's what I mean. If you are thinking and behaving like someone that only makes $30,000 – you will never make 150. You will never make hundred thousand. Because it's all about your mindset. The belief is not there. It is all about belief. Belief is where it starts. Belief is the bridge that connects you to doing. Hey it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? things you thought were impossible but now are possible. It all starts with your belief. Hmm. All starts with your belief. If you give me anybody that wants to accomplish something or has accomplished something, I can guarantee you the problem or the solution has been in their belief. Step three is developing a winning habitude. Now, habitude is something I kind of made up. Um, it's It's attitude and habit. In one word, okay, and it's it's pretty much a way of life. Your habits are going to dictate how successful you become. You and I both know that many of you listeners already know that, but what you don't know is there are three core elements that make up a habit all right there's triggers, behaviors, and there's rewards. so whenever I'm dealing with somebody that's struggling with something and they say they're lacking productivity or um, they can't get out of this particular situation, one of the biggest questions I ask them. Is how did it all start because I want to know the trigger. I have to peel the onion back and get to the root cause of the problem. What's the trigger? What is that one thought, process, instant, environment, person, people, place, thing that is setting off the behavior that feeds that habit? And what type of reward are they receiving? So it's triggers, behaviors, and rewards. Most people don't know the three elements that make up a habit. They just know that they want to change the habit. So most people are conscious conscious of the behavior. They want to stop the behavior, but they're not conscious of the trigger, the moment or the thing that sets off that behavior and the reward that they're receiving. Most people know the behavior and the reward. The reward may be I'm going to avoid looking stupid or I'm going to avoid um, getting out of my comfort zone. But that reward is a short-term benefit, you think, but it has long-term consequences. And this is why many people don't leave their comfort zones because they have developed the habit of being unsuccessful. Yes, the habit of being unsuccessful based on their actions and the choices that they make, based on the triggers that set them off. So understanding how habits are formed and we don't definitely don't have a, much, a lot of time on this podcast to really go into that. I mean, that's hours and hours yeah. of really understanding that. Um, but just understand that there's triggers, behaviors, and rewards when it comes to a habit. Triggers, so you have stressful. to develop habits that ensure that you win. Step four is finding you're amazing. We kind of covered that a little bit already. Those, that wonderful thing, those gifts, those skills, whatever makes you extraordinary. And you, everybody has something. And just to give everybody listening, I'll give you an example. Do you possess a certain ability or skill set that you do so easily that you get the reaction, how did you do that? How can you do that so easy? That's amazing. And your response to that is usually, "Ah, man, it's nothing. Oh, I do this all the time. You're silly. And what you are doing is you are downplaying a gift and ability that you have. You have something extraordinary, and you don't even realize it. And the reason why you you don't realize it is is because it it comes second nature to you. This is something that comes second nature, but it's so extraordinary, you're downplaying it. So you're not even utilizing some of your gifts and your skills. And all of us can say that. There's definitely one or two things that we do exceptionally well that people find extraordinary, but we look at as ordinary. And that's the problem. You have to stop looking at what you feel is ordinary and start looking at it as extraordinary. People are letting you know how to give them value, but you are just not paying attention. And I'm going to say that again. People will let you know with the abilities you already have within yourself how to give them value or the value that you give, but you just don't recognize it. It's time for you to really start to look at the extraordinary things about yourself and the way that you can add value, and you are adding value in your life right now. We focus too much on the wrong things. You know, We focus on the media. We focus on someone else's version of success. We focus on the money. We focus on all these things instead of adding impact to people. Money, let's talk about that a little bit. Money is something given in exchange of value. To make more money, become more valuable. And that's just the bottom line. People pay for something they perceive of value. So focus on yourself. Jim Rohn has a very, very famous quote. And he says, work harder on yourself than you do on your job. And it's one of my favorites. Yeah, it has to I be. didn't be. I didn't understand that at first, but I understand it wholeheartedly now. And that brings me to the fifth and final step. Be present and be aware. Oftentimes, we can get caught up, especially being entrepreneurs, being successful, or on that journey to success, we can be so caught up in planning for the future and the things that we want to do that we lose consciousness of the present. You want to enjoy the the, the victories and and the goals that you accomplish, the, the little things in life, family, um, leisure activity, exercise, those things that help us perform at the highest level in every degree of our lives. You have to be present, and you got to be aware. Who are you hanging around with? What's your environment? Jim Carrey says something to me, uh, the famous comedian that really resonated with me, and I didn't understand it at first, and he said, in all of your surroundings, the people that you hang around with, you should be the weakest link. And I'm like, what is this guy talking about? (laughs) And when he explained it, I got it. He said, as successful as people see me, I still feel like I have a lot of work to do. Because the other four people that I hang around have experienced such a level of success, they still motivate me to keep going. They encourage me. They push me to get to another level of success. Those are the people that you need to hang around with. And I'm going to tell you half of the listeners on this call are hanging around with people or doing things that are not promoting their success, especially the people. If you're hanging around people that are negative all the time, always complaining, they're not motivated themselves – They have no ambition and goals in life. Get away from them as fast as you can because you can only be as successful as the five people you surround yourself with the most. And people don't understand that. Your environment is oftentimes the reason why you are still not experiencing the success you desire.
0: So, really, really enjoyed what you had to say. You know, one of the things I was thinking about is you kept saying that, you know, you talked about what Jim Carrey said, you learned from the best of Zig Ziglars. And the Tony Robbins and and everything, you'll find your amazing point. uh, And the vision point really stood out to me, especially because it reminds me of a TEDx talk that I heard from um, Mel Robbins. I don't know if you know who she is, but she's she's very funny. Yes, I know Mel. (laughs) And um, and she said one time that you know, scientists have estimated that you know the statistics show that. Being born is, is about one in a four, one in 400 trillion chance of, of us being born. There's about one in 400 trillion chance of us being born. So even if we combine the fact that we are already born here with amazing gifts, the fact that we're already here is amazing in and of itself, just uh, on that basis. And a lot of times I find a lot of us take that for granted. You know, you had mentioned many times we remark about, uh, the amazing ability. Some people can do difficult things with ease and people say, Oh, it's nothing. Oh, many times we society sort of implicitly tells people that success should look this way. And it doesn't matter that you're gifted in other areas. But if you look like this, sound like this, you should probably focus on this and take those courses. And then we, we encourage other people to downplay that. And as you went through your five steps, I love how it really focused on the inward work because a lot of times we, gain fulfillment, when well, we try to seek fulfillment from the outside work without actually building that foundation from inside? And if you don't have the foundation from inside, the actual uh, mindset, the mental fortitude, the ability to dig through because you have a strong vision, you know, it's, it's, um, you know, it, it's going to be tough, muddy waters out there if you, if you're not really, really sure. And so entrepreneurs, Always do this, as though. I've noticed. I've failed as an entrepreneur before, and I've been around people that have failed as entrepreneurs, and I noticed it's is because they didn't build through inside out, and they sort of focused on the wrong things, or they didn't validate the market well. What is the number one reason why entrepreneurs in your business, in your opinion, fail the most?
1: The number one reason that entrepreneurs fail the most is because of their lack of authenticity. Period. Period. And The reason why is this. We look at all these books about these successful people, and then we try to emulate them and try to be like them. That is the biggest mistake that you can possibly make. And I know I'm going to ruffle some feathers on that statement, but (laughs) it's the biggest mistake that you can possibly make. When you look at other knowledge from entrepreneurs and successful people, what you want to do is you want to take the knowledge that they've gained and apply it to who you are. Never lose your originality. People – relate to what's relatable people are tired of seeing people in luxury cars and all this money and you can be successful too people want to see they want to hear the story of rock bottom they want to see that you are a human being that you're not this untouchable entrepreneur they want to see that sometimes you don't feel like talking to people sometimes you cry sometimes you go through the same cycles of life that they do And be authentic to who you are. One thing that I love about the brand that I've created and and I'm continuing to create is that I'm 100% myself. Nobody can say otherwise. So when I gain a following or gain people that um, I allowed and and helped to change their lives, those people stick around because they understand that I'm on the journey with them. They're on the journey with me. There is no – I don't have this – above other people mentality. And that's important because true leaders are always students. And I'm going to say that again. True leaders are always students. Mm -hmm. There's always some knowledge that you can learn from anyone else. I don't care what status of life they are in. So as an entrepreneur, as a business person, the number one reason why they fail is because they do not understand that authenticity is what attracts people, what connects people, what builds a brand. People want to take the journey with you.
0: Okay, okay. So let me push back a little bit. Uh, just playing devil's advocate here. So yes, someone's saying, what do you mean authenticity is the number one reason? I, I'm always authentic. You know, I, I, I've built this audience, but people didn't buy. And even though I have a tribe, they respond to my, my emails. It's an 80% response rate. People tell me all the time that they love something from me. Why is my product not selling? You know, in that case, maybe the person feels authentic and they have a great community. But what's okay. the reason you there? can
1: feel you can feel you're authentic. But how are you communicating your message? Now we're going into something else, because then that will be the question. How are you communicating your message? And this is something that I really specialize in. When you're talking about communication, man, you just make me smile. I, I, uh, <laughs> this is good. Good. How are you communicating your message? Because communication is done in many forms. What type of pictures are you using? What are you saying? What type of words are you using in your articles, in your um, autoresponders? What type of body language are you using? Do people really feel your authenticity? Because you can appear to be authentic, but do they really feel your authenticity? So this is what I would ask that particular person. Um, You can say – Oh, I'm authentic. I'm being real in what I'm saying. Very, very true. But are your words resonating with your audience? Do they feel connected through all the means of language that you're speaking? Because we speak language every day, by the way, in different forms, not just how me and you are talking language now, but through our body language, through words that we don't speak, the words that we speak, through the mind that we speak to ourselves when nobody's listening. We're always communicating. So my question to that person would be, Are you connecting with that audience? Does the audience know that you're being authentic? And then you need to focus on your strategy then because the next question is how do I present myself in a way in all these different forms to where I'm going to connect with my audience? Mm. Because very well, you could be being authentic, but your message needs tweaking.
0: Mm. Mm.
1: No, no. It's good. So
0: number one reason why most entrepreneurs fail is lack of authenticity. If you're authentic and you feel like you have enough of a tribe but nothing's happening, then it's in the how and what you're actually communicating. Maybe there are some tweaks you need to make. Maybe you're not asking the right questions or maybe you're not engaging them the right way. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, no, I'm glad. And you know, yeah, I threw that, I threw that softball there, but you know, you <laughs> knocked it out the park. <laughs>
1: but, <laughs> Bring them all, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. So one of the other things that I love about what you're doing is that you recently launched a podcast. I want to give you, as we get ready to wrap up here, to really talk about why this podcast is part of your larger platform and how ultimately people can eventually connect with you.
1: The podcast is so important. I've launched a podcast. My co-host is Eddie Truck Gordon, an amazing guy, UFC champion, Emmy Award winner, awesome guy. And we came together because we both had the same mindset um, on really showing people that success is an inside job, what it takes to truly become successful. Because nobody really focused on the inner workings of success. Most people are always focused on the external aspect. So what happened is me and Eddie, man, we talk all the time. And one day he just said – Man, we just did like a podcast and we both laughed about it. Um, and I often, when I talk to people, I look to get value from them and to give value. And that's really how the podcast was born because I'm a night owl. I'm an entrepreneur, but I'm always having these conversations where, um, I'm my thought process. I'm talking about mindset. I'm talking about many different things that help me, um, even climb the ladder and and still climbing that ladder, you know, towards success. And I wanted to be able to give back in a way where people didn't have to buy a course. People didn't have to wait to see me speak. People didn't have to say, How do I gain access to his book? No, they can actually go online and click on a podcast and they have on demand content, on demand value. I wanted people to know that this is just not about money. This is a I really Believe that I am purpose to do this and purpose to give value, purpose to help somebody transform their life. So, this podcast, I want to say, as far as my professional accomplishments and things that really give me joy mm. in a profession, this probably is the biggest one because I know this is a platform where if I want to give value at one o'clock in the morning, I can just hit play and give value. Wow. Well, yeah. And, 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 and add that to someone else's life. Because I'm telling you, when I tell you, I, when I open my mouth, I'm just going. <laughs> I'm going. But it's, from, it's, the pa- it's the passion and the experience because I don't want anybody to have to go through the same things that I've gone through. I know what it's like to bury your, 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 your passion. I know what it's like to only have a spark instead of a blazing flame. I understand what that is like. And if I can help one person change the direction of their life, and really start going towards the things that they truly want to do and they're they're good at and they find value in then I've done my job yeah. and and that's what the podcast is all about it's just two guys that have experienced a level of success that are going to give you the reality of how you should think act behave and 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 push yourself to the success that you desire, not only in your professional life, but your personal life. Personal life and your professional
0: life. Wow. No, that's amazing. And ladies and gentlemen, I've you know, gotten to know him a little bit and he's definitely the real deal. But you know you can't have a conversation with him and not feel motivated. And you can't have a conversation with him and not feel like <laughs> you have to go out and go be the best version of yourself. So if you definitely want to learn how to work from the inside out, you want to learn how to grow your mindset, you want to learn how to turn you know, and, and move away from bad habits and then, you know, turn them into, you know, lifelong and sustainable habits. He's definitely the guy you should work with. How can people work with you, Miyoko?
1: They can find me at uh, my website, www.miyokotaylor.com. That's M and Mary, dot rcom they can find me on Twitter and Instagram under the same name Miyoko Taylor, and they can find me on um, Facebook, actually Miyoko Taylor as well. And I am very responsive. If you have a question, any comment, I love feedback.
0: <laughs> that is true. That is true. Even with his uh, tens of thousands of followers, he's always responsive. Um, you know, he truly lives this. He's as authentic as they come. You know, he'll share his uh, you know his, his stories of failures as much as the stories of success. And the stories of success are actually stories of growth. So, um, We'll make sure we put that at Miyoko Taylor on every social media platform he has. We'll make sure we put that in the show notes. And also I'll make sure I put a uh, links to your ebook as well as your podcast as
1: well. Absolutely, man. Sounds good. I am enjoying myself. I hope you guys out there, guys and girls out there gain some value from this. And like I said, we're here to add value. Me and Tao are here to add value and to change lives, so yeah. Um, yeah, reach out to us when you can.
0: Absolutely, but I can't let you go without asking you the final question. The final question is this. You say find you amazing, I say use your difference to make a difference. That is my mission statement. That is what I do, that, uh, that's the foundation of everything, that is my purpose, why everything, if you will. So how do you, Miyoko, use your difference to make a difference?
1: I use my difference to make a difference by utilizing my experiences and my circumstances and the things that I've overcome to help others take the right path and their journeys in their life to create the success that they desire, not only for their life now, but to generations to come.
0: There you have it, creating a legacy for generations to come. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been great. This has been a legendary one. I hope you loved it too. But till next time, use your difference to make a difference.